Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 371. My name is Brando. Excited for today's episode. Haven't done a fan review in a while. Uh, talking to you, the Guns N' Roses fan, and very lucky to also be the Appetite for Distortion fans uh, that listen and hear my my pleas or my invitations, rather, on, on the podcast or on social media. I always tell you that's how the conversation continues. So if you want to be on the show, hit me up. And that's exactly, and uh, I'll just introduce, uh, oh, and I want to get it out of the way because I want to make sure I pronounce his name as respectfully as possible. Because it says, it's okay, man. It says Augustine in my world, uh, n- the New York world, Tony Danza world. It says Augustine, like Augustine. you're watching on Zoom. <laughs> but it's a Augustine, Augustine. I want you to Augustine. Augustine. Oh, pretty good. Okay. Perfect. But you said uh, for short, it's August. Or that's a soft Augustine. Like I have the, I have to the emphasis is on the last E. August, Austin. Austin. Oh, oh, pretty good. Austin. I'm gonna try. So it's. I wanted to get that out of the way. I practiced before the podcast, and we're gonna get our buddy. And it's so. I don't know. Like, what's the word? It's just a. What? A, it's more than a coincidence and serendipitous that Raphael, who's coming to us from Raf and Rio, is an English teacher. So you're gonna do your best to help me along the way. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh my God! So August, you're, you are. Uh, where are you right now? You're. I'm in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Right. And I can barely speak because I scream a lot at the show yesterday. It's amazing because it's so funny reading the timeline of because I'm of course being a Guns N' Roses podcast and a fan, whatever I'm following along on the tour, seeing if there is any breaking news or new songs, and there might have been last night. We can talk about that, but there wasn't uh at the end of the day so i don't want to leave too much of a tease but just seeing people that uh the overview of what they say seventy thousand fans maybe sixty thousand fans and you are among them and the fact that you're talking to me a mere few hours later uh you're 27 years old that's why you can bounce back and do this man it goes yes. away it will go away i don't want to it say it will that. go away sure i know it really I know. does my back still hurts so i know Oh, that, it would go away probably. Oh, that's too funny. And and Raphael, we you also contacted me on Twitter, by the way, at the AFD podcast. And there were a few shows that I think there was one show that you missed. You were supposed to go to Rio, but you ended up going to a show, uh, some shows in Brazil. So what shows did you go to? Yes, I was supposed to go to Rock in Rio, uh, but during the, that week, I had a problem, a panic, a panic attack, and I didn't go. Uh, but I had tickets for Belo Horizonte. Belo Horizonte. Uh, it's a state close to Rio. And right after the concert, I was so amazed by the whole experience. It was my first big concert after the after the pandemic. 
uh, decided to go to Porto Alegre right away. Okay. And I, I want to, and I appreciate you sharing that on and off the air because um, I want to call attention to it because, of course, I always call attention and talk about mental health in addition, yeah. in addition to uh, Guns N' Roses. I mean, Duff McKagan has spoken about panic attacks yeah. at, at, at nauseum, and uh, it is no joke. There are plenty of times yeah, doing this. I have to get in the right, even though you guys are cool, um, I have to get in the right mindset to talk to people at times. I'm just like, okay. You know, I have to be, I I'm a, I be comfortable with myself, be right in the setting. I was definitely very nervous going to Buckethead. Uh, that's why my first concert in a wheelchair, I'm like, I just can't deal with all this, you know, physically. Um, mm -hmm. So and when we recovered to cover that on a previous episode. Yeah. So, uh, you know, since I guess we'll go a little bit in order, if we, if we don't mind, because I guess Raphael, because you saw the show before, obviously, because Auguste, you saw it last night. Uh, Rap, can you tell me about your experience? Because uh, you said it was your first big show after the pandemic. And by the way, really, really nice user illusion shirt. I like that. Oh, thanks. I bought actually I bought that shirt for Rock in Rio 2017 when GNR played there because I wanted I wanted the band to see me. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, because in 2016 uh, I was front row and Duff noticed noticed me and he gave me a pick. So I tried to 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 uh shine shine away from the crowd wearing black so i bought this shirt oh, and i said was a good strategy if you if you look at the footage for from rock and Rio, you can see me all the time i was a little orange point jumping up and down the whole show that's a good uh, but that's a good idea and if you are watching on zoom i'm currently looking like a pumpkin i have the guns and roses long sleeve orange shirt that i got at hershey park and the ugly i almost ugly, bought that shirt it's a really good shirt especially for halloween time you know now being august first yeah. as we're recording this and my really ugly user illusion hat that i got off uh <laughs> amazon that i only will wear at a concert or at home because it is, it is that ugly but gnr fans love it uh, and the so, hint the band pays attention if you're in front row the band does pay attention. They even played a song in Porto Alegre because I screamed for that song. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, because you told me that story in, in the DM. So you have some good stories. So yeah, if you could. Oh, always. Um, yeah, just take us through that day because I can't wait to get to look through your eyes, through Auguste's eyes. That uh, because I just again I was so just excited to see last year go to different states here in America, you know, Baltimore or. Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. I mean, no, it's not really a culture shock to me. I mean, <laughs> there is some culture shock if you go from New York City to Amish country, I guess. But for me to go to another country to see 60,000, 70,000 fans, oh, my God. So You wouldn't believe it. I, I wouldn't. So I mean, help me. <laughs> I'm okay with you people, but when I see U.S. shows, I don't get it. Why? <laughs> what what happened with you guys? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. I, I don't have, have nothing against USA, really. I love that country. And, <laughs> but I don't get it, man. You got a lot of great bands and they are just like, I don't know. We're lazy. I, it's so funny. It's not even Guns N' Roses shows. Because my... My wife, who's just you know a dance teacher to begin with, but she wants to dance at shows and there are just some, some people like sit down. You know, and she goes dancing at Dave Matthews, and there are people like behind her. Come on! Oh yeah, Raphael, you're Raphael, you're a Dave Matthews fan. Hello. That's right. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah, you, you and my wife are the only. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it is it is an interesting dynamic, and that's why I'm excited and to, to do this fan review to 
to try to understand uh, because I can't until I go, right? Until I experience it. You well, will. You'll go ahead, Lucy. No, no. What I'm saying that it's here, even the, the seat uh, tickets where you should have been sitting or what, I don't know how to say that correct, but there are the field tickets where you are standing up, obviously, and mm -hmm. the, I don't know how to say the, the stadium, the, where the people usually sees the match game. Oh, the bleachers. They are sitting down. The bleachers. Even there, people are not sitting down in Argentina in the shows. Right. I mean, no one. And, and I don't get it when I see in other countries like most USA, because Brazil and, and Europe are maybe passionate too, but I don't get it in USA. Why? Maybe because they play all the time there. I don't know. Maybe. I guess, but I mean, if you're a fan that buys a ticket and is excited to go, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, there if you have a seat, I guess yeah, you're required to sit. I'm different because I'm handicapped. I want to sit down. But even even like a few years ago, when I was you know maybe a, a little more vibrant, like when I, I went to go see Velvet Revolver, I made sure that I'm on. The, I got there early. I'm holding on to the stage at front so I don't fall down. And that's it. I'm not sitting down, you know, so I didn't get a GA. So I'm suffering through that. So if you're a fan, you it's only a couple hours. It's not like it's a work shift. So you're right. It's it, it's I don't know. I don't want to say on behalf of America. I'm sorry. That we're, that we're not better at concert goers. And of course, uh, I'm being facetious. That's an American word. Is it? No, it's not. But, but you know, here in South America, if you want to get in front of the stage, that's more than a work days of amount of hours. I mean, I uh, have to get there, I don't know, 6 a.m.? I don't know how it is in Buenos Aires. Is that how it is, obviously? No, if you are alone, you can, I mean, not go last time, but you can go, I mean, I went two hours before the show, maybe oh. three, and I, I made it to the front row. No, you, you can do it, but well, if you want to probably get hurt and crushed, and it's it's insane, bro. I mean, in Brazil, it must be really the same. I mean, I guess I've seen videos and people are passionate too, but um, here in Argentina, there's some people for the shows that go camping. Yeah, like a week before the stadium. That's really weird. I don't know if you saw something like that, but people go like a week before the show to do the line in tents, and they sleep in the they sleep in the in the in the street. Basically, I've done that. <laughs> you done that? I've done that, but not a week before, just a day before. But why? If you can go to the front row, if you no, because I wanted to get. Front bro center, right in front of Axel and Duff. Okay. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure. So, yes, that's and, and people get there early. In Sao Paulo, people were camping. A friend of mine slept there. So, what so. show was that? 
the show you just went to or what show was that? No, no. That was in Sao Paulo, but I didn't go to Sao Paulo. Okay, okay. So where were you seated for the one that you just went to, the show? In- it was Rio. It was Rio 2016. Okay, okay. Uh, but what about the this current show that you went to? In, I, I can't say it as well as you did. This, <laughs> it was in, it was in Belo Perfect. It was in Belo Horizonte. Um, Bel- I got there. Okay. No, no. Can't talk. Oh, damn it! This is gonna be. This is. I think this is a. Uh, it's, a it's a like be, be, like lo, lo, bello, bello. Good. Ogi, 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 ogi. Sorry, mama. I, I have a problem. I have a speech a speech problem. But, um, you have a speech problem? Uh, yeah, yeah. I do only in Portuguese. Uh, you know origami. Origami. Okay. So Belo Ori. Belo Ori. Jonte. <laughs> Belo Ori Jonte. Perfect. Pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Perfect. For, Far yeah. better than Augustine. <laughs> I'm going to call you, because uh, I'm say your last name. It's uh, Augustine Gloger. <laughs> Gloger is pretty good. I'm going to call you AG. I'm going to call you AG. AG is okay. I got to save myself some embarrassment here, but I just want to show, I'm showing respect I gotta go take some. Uh, what? What is that? Rosetta stoned. I gotta. I gotta not just get stoned. I gotta go Rosetta stoned. Okay. Here we no go. Duolingo. Okay. Duolingo. <laughs> uh, so uh, wrap the the show in Brazil. I gotta do it. I guess gotta yeah. do it like that. Uh, where were you seated? Uh, where did you? Um, I was front row, right in front of Duff. Oh, so you did. Okay. And, and yeah. So mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Uh, I got I got in the city around six a.m. I went to a motel because there were no hotels available, and uh, I have friends already in line, and I met them there, and we stayed there the whole day till the gates were open around five p.m. Uh, so I stayed there from seven a.m. to five p.m. Five p.m. Then the gates were open, and we ran like hell, and I managed to get front row, almost center. In front of Duff. How many times have you seen Guns N' Roses before? 14 times. 14 times. Nice. 14 times. When wow. The, when was the first? The first was Bel Air in 2010. I'll just call it Bel Air. Okay. <laughs> it's This is why I told Raph off the air. And this is just the truth. And it shows, I think, uh, the intelligence of both of you. Uh, how hard it is to speak another language for some people, and you just—you both do it. I know Raphael's a teacher. Ag, you do very well. I yeah, you do. I'm I'm a bit nervous. I can I know I can do it better, but yeah, I I like speak English, and I think it's necessary to to this day with we are all connected, and you have to know the most well language in the world, I guess. I guess. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's why, but I told Raph off the air, you know, just growing up here in America, my school system, I didn't have the opportunity to learn Spanish until uh, high school. And I struggled. I really did. Uh, it was one of those like where I had to go, go after school and show that I made an effort just not to fail, you know, kind of situation. And uh, sometimes I would do well, but just not to fail, I would have to see. Um, you know, go up to school and then college. I'm like, I can't do Spanish. Let me try French. And that was kind of the same thing. It's uh, even harder. It was just as hard. And I thought maybe I impressed the ladies and, and, and uh, 
and nothing I failed. And then just growing up uh, Jewish, going to Hebrew school, I just learned how to read the letters at one point, but I never knew what anything meant. It was just kind of I was just trained to be bar mitzvahed. That's kind of what it was. And everything <laughs> left. So I wish I had that natural ability. So uh, to both of you and no, anybody who comes on this podcast, I think that now, I think it's it's harder to you people to know speak Spanish than to us to speak English. I agree. I, I think so. I think. I don't know why, and there's an explanation. Maybe Rafael knows that. Well, it's not that hard to know English for me, I guess. Our language yeah, is uh, boring. I don't know. You guys have a romance. No, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful language. All right, uh, all right. I love it. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Fair. Uh, but <laughs> there, there's sure. an explanation to it because uh, we're bombarded by American culture all the time. It's music, movies, music, and, video games. Yeah. Yeah. You're learning. I actually, I actually learn English by Guns N' Roses, by listening to Guns N' Roses. Thank so you. I never stepped foot in an English school until I was in college, but I was already fluent. So wow. that was just because of GNR. Perfect transition, and that's why you are a teacher, because I was thinking, and what I'm always amazed by, and why this band is more than just my favorite band, why I think they're perfect to talk about on a podcast that can be reached a global audience, is that, yeah, it's amazing. Whenever I see these videos where the, you know it's not their first language, but they know every single fucking word when they come out from It's So Easy to the last note of, of Paradise City, they know that. But I'm telling you, if I want to go see Rammstein, which I should have gone and seen them last time, maybe I could sing along to their songs, kind of. I mean, I can only say do host. Do that's that. what I would be. Do host. Be do host. Me. <laughs> nine. That's, that's nine. It. Yeah, that's what. So I, I just think it's absolutely amazing that there is no disconnect when it comes to the songs and the music and the meanings behind it. It's not even just that you're you can uh, other fans uh, that don't speak English as their first language just love singing along to Estranged. They know what it means, and it means yeah. to them. And I think yeah. that's beautiful. So, Raph, tell me, just tell us about the the show. I know there were this time around. There are no surprises. The set list is pretty standard, but you did make you did make a, a request. That was yeah. Answered. That was in that was in Porto Alegre. It was the second show. Okay. Um, so you, you went to two I, shows I, on this. Uh, I went to two two shows on okay. this tour. Okay. Uh, I used to be one of those guys that bitched about set lists, but I don't do that anymore. Same. Because uh, once you're there, you forget about it. You know it's lyrics coming after Chinese democracy, and then there's Welcome to the Jungle. You know the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but once you're there, it doesn't matter. And I mean, you think about the, a band that has, I don't know, four albums worth of material, four or five albums worth of material, and they can still put on a three-hour show where if you cut, I don't know, five songs out of it, they will be missed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen Aerosmith like nine times. How many albums does Aerosmith have? I don't know. And they don't put on a three-hour show. And they don't put on a three-hour show. And Steven Tyler is even older, and people say that he sings better than X, so all that shenanigans that I'm not going to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's amazing that uh, they have this kind of catalog to put on a three-hour show, and there are still songs that we miss, like Pretty Tight Up, Bad Obsession, uh, You're Crazy, that they played a few times, or My Michelle, or Out to Get Me. Uh, yeah. So I don't get to know anymore. I hear it. Go ahead, uh, AG. 
What were you gonna well, say? Well, um, when he said Aras me, don't put three hour show. I recently went to Metallica's that have how much albums like a lot, and compared to GNR, they play only two hours, and really? it was like and open and close eyes, and it was gone. So I think that it's not. Uh, So not to speak about a three-hour show, and it's way more than other bands, way more. That's uh, yeah. that's, that's you're, you're absolutely right. So Aerosmith has uh, 15 uh, albums, which is <laughs> when you just said the, the how long their show is. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And Metallica has 10. two hours at most. Right, and Metallica has 10, and you're right. So uh, even with the covers thrown in there, which we'll talk about, I, I get it, and. I can't complain about the set list because there's hard school and absurd. We live in a world where those exist and they're being played night after night. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm not going to complain about it. And they're we live in a world where those exist officially because I'm from we're from a period where we used to call that silkworms and we know the another configuration of the song, another lyrics and it's actually out there. So that's that's kind of the point. The fact that these things, that silkworms has mutated into absurd uh via uh via duff and slash and becomes a, a and sounds great live really eh? yeah it yeah really it really, really 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 does it i was really impressed by that yeah the I'll, guitars oh my god i'll see even that. frank sounds good on that one but we'll talk about it later i, I guess we will And I think that's what I'll suggest to fans that because I know it could be a controversial track when you first, especially when you first hear it as the first, quote unquote first Guns N' Roses song with Slash in a long time. You're like, what is this? See it live. You'll change. You, you know, if you don't like yeah. it, you, that could change mm -hmm. your mind. So, but that's a that's a fair comparison, especially how long they they play the Aerosmith and, and Metallica, who are you know age range ish. I know Aerosmith is older, but they did they ever do? These three, three-and-a-half-hour shows? I don't think they ever did. No. So, uh, and yeah. Let me say one thing more about this. Last time I saw Guns N' Roses in, two, in 2017, um, they played three-and-a-half hours. And I'm not lying. Because yeah. that time they played in La Plata, where it's... It's not in the capital city where you have neighbors and curfew laws and all that bullshit. So they could play along the time they want and they play like three and a half hours. Hmm. That's something. Yeah, if I remember correctly, uh, GNR has the longest show the history of Rock in Rio in 2017. It was almost four hours long. Yeah, well, it was the same time Before. It was the same tour. It was yeah. the same tour. Yeah. It's they play like if if I'm correct, they were three and three hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. It's it's so it's sometimes like I think like Axel's just trying to make up for or I mean he still isn't he enjoys doing it, but I think there's a part of him that wants to make up for all the canceled shows or lateness and just like here's so much music. Here's just like, yeah. you know, here's just right in your face. And I just love these records. I think it, it ties. I think he, he he's enjoying it. Um, yeah. I'm going to talk about it later when I do my review, but he looks pretty happy. Was that your? And there's also yeah, another thing that I, another thing that I 
think about that a lot. Uh, it's kind of a respectful thing because now that Slash and Duff are back together, the audience that goes to a Jinnar concert is a lot different. There's a lot of casual fans. They only know, I don't know, Sweet Child of Mine, Don't Cry, and Patience. But they still throw in, uh, they used to throw in Locomotive, Dead Horse. Now they're not doing that, but they're playing Comma. They're playing Sorry. So you have that going on. They have, you have Reckless Life. You have uh, Shadow of Your Love. The only hardcore fans know. Yeah, Caswell's yesterday took a great surprise with a few songs, but we will talk about it. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's try to get, let's, we'll get to you, absolutely. So, Raph, I want you to give us some of the highlights of the shows that you went to. Well, uh, in Belo Horizonte, uh, one thing that was amazing was that my four-year-old godson, he went to his first concert ever. Nice. He loves GNR, and he sang It's So Easy. Uh, he sang It's So Easy. Absurd in high school. He knows the lyrics to Absurd in high school. Oh, that's uh, uh, that's uh, <laughs> good parenting, I guess. Yeah, good parenting, good gut parenting. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine, Jungle, and Paradise City. Those are the songs he knows. Uh, English? Actually, learning birth- English at, at that age? Perfect. Four years old. Four, four years old. And his birthday party is going to be, uh, the theme is going to be GNR. Um, and Porto Alegre was a whole other beast. Uh was an amazing show. It was easily it's easily on my top three GNR concerts. Axel was on fire. He was singing his ass off. Uh, the audience was great. The band was in great mood. Uh, Beggar was amazingly well sung. Rocket Queen as well. Uh, especially the outro. That's something that really worries the those that say Axel doesn't sing anymore and blah blah blah. Uh, and right after Night Train, uh, there was there was this period of silence before the encore, and I'm the only idiot who shouts for the seeker every show I go because I love the Who, and I screamed the seeker like three times on the top of my lungs, and I had on good authority that they heard that backstage, and they came back on. They played Comma, uh, Patience, Don't Cry. And I thought, okay, they're going to play Paradise City, and that's it. It was a great concert. And out of nowhere, they started playing The Seeker, and I was going, oh, my God. <laughs> I should have screamed a new song yesterday before Paradise City. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I, I tried to be realistic, okay? I tried to be realistic. <laughs> if it were oh. to me, I would, play, I would, I would oh, shout. Oh, you begged for The Seeker, man? Come on. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. That's so funny. And yeah, that's why I love when uh, Raffany told me that story off the air because, yeah, I've been. The Secret is a, great, is a good song. Uh, I do like The Who. I you know their whole catalog, so I learned more about. I learned about that song through Guns N' Roses, oddly enough, which is just yeah. so funny. Chinese, this, uh, this spaghetti. It sounds and, cool, by the way. It sounds, Let me say it. Yeah, yeah it's a cool great. pickup song at the end of the set. It's a cool song. It, it is no doubting that. I hope they release it as a single. However, when you have songs that are pretty tied up or there was a time or prostitute or get in the ring or something, laying in <laughs> yeah, your catalog. Yeah, you have songs to play. I, guess I, know, I, know, I know. I guess I know get in the ring has never been played live, but that's like my dream. Uh, yeah, I just yeah that that's why that's the only reason why I'm like, I'd rather you know or whatever I'm not gonna cry about it you know don't cry but yeah. I remember something about yesterday speaking of this 
when night train uh, finished and there was this silence, uh, some people next to me said to his friend, uh, like, don't jam me and laugh because we are low. <laughs> they're not playing. <laughs> song, but it was it was fun. Yeah, so they're not going to play uh, that or Perfect Crime or Garden of Eden. <laughs> I understand that, but get in the ring. You, I don't know. That would be awesome. That obsession. Why they don't do that? Yeah, right. That obsession and Pretty Tie Up. They 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 both songs Axel could really pull it off. Those are exactly or break. They're down. not hard on them, and they play at all or. Fucking corn shucker. Play corn shucker, okay? Instead of the seeker. And I like the seeker. And I'm also, uh, I'll, I'll make a parallel to you, Raph, that I love Wichita linemen. I, I hope they, I want them to keep that in the set. I, I really. You know what? Yeah. I hated that song mm-hmm. when, I, when they first started playing, but it grew on me so much that I now, now I think that's a beautiful song. And I hope it's Axel's spot. Yeah. And it was what? It's Axel's spot of the show. Oh, yeah. Like, he's all alone up front. The other guys are, like, sitting down, like, lights down and lights are only on Axel. And it's like, they do it, I think, because he wants to show that he can sing well. I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about that one, really. Sure. So I guess that's that makes sense to make a parallel there because there are mixed feelings from fans about Wichita Lyman, but I don't know. It, it hit me. It was just a reaction when it hit me, and and uh, I didn't get that initially. And I like the the original version from Glenn Campbell, and it's just yeah, a beautiful uh, that's song. What, that's what I don't know. Is that a, a famous uh, song in the American catalog? Like yes. from the yeah. So it's funny. I grew up always. I always knew of Glenn Campbell. Because it was more of like my mom's era of music. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 39. She's like, she's 70. So more of that era. And later in life, she, to give you a little bit look into my life, she's talking about how he dealt with Alzheimer's and kind of comparing it to, um, I mean, my grandma never had Alzheimer's, but just dealing with somebody who's older, you know, and she's like, did you hear about Glenn Campbell? I'm like, not really. Because she always watched all these Access Hollywood shows. So I knew of Glenn Campbell. I knew he was a famous singer. I knew he was kind of country-ish. Uh, but that's his major song. And mm. After Axel played it, so I did research into that. So you can just see him playing in all American television and you know uh, legendary duets that he did with that song. And just uh, it's, it is a beautiful song, uh, the original. Yeah, yeah, and Axel does, does it. Ju- I, I, it fits his voice. Because again, these yes. are, I can be critical of other covers or maybe not prefer them, like Black Hole Sun. I, oh, I thank did. God they put that off. Hated it. It's he can do. I it. love Soundgarden, but it wasn't. No, it doesn't, it doesn't match his voice. It doesn't no. match his voice. Right, that's how I felt. I'm like maybe another, maybe another Soundgarden song, but that wasn't it. And that's how yeah. I feel about Slither. And, to be honest, I'm sorry. I wish he could do another another Velvet song. I think. No, I mean I agree. But, he, but, no, go 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 ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Lucy. Go ahead. If he use his low voice all the song, I think it would work. Because it sounds cool, and he did something to the melody of the song, changed it a little bit, and I love that. But when he goes high with the falsetto thing in the chorus, it's... I'm not going to lie, it's such blow mind seeing Axel singing Velvet Revolver song with Slash and Duff. It 
It's great. I mean, I I never thought I would see that one day. Uh, but yeah, I he, I think his approach maybe on the chorus could be a little better. But I take it. Sure. Did you have a chance to see Velvet Revolver back then? Yes, I see. Okay. I've seen it two times in Argentina. Nice. Um, great band, man. Great oh, band. Wow. Yeah. So I'm and to see them in Argentina twice is amazing. You know, I, I got to see them in uh, New Jersey in West Palm Here, Beach, West Florida. Beach. By the way, wow. all of our listeners in Florida, as my cat hopefully does not press anything. He, he wants treats. He was jumping on my radio stuff. Uh, you know, all of our listeners in Florida, stay safe. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I never thought I would ever see the fact that he's playing, the fact that they're together, they're playing Velvet yeah. Revolver, playing Chinese Democracy, amazing. So I'm not complaining. I'm just like, you know yeah. what? I think Axel, I would like to see hear him sing Fall to Pieces instead. Maybe. I think falling to pieces would be even harder because okay. of that yeah. stuff. I was okay. it's, it's a really higher song to sing. Okay, all right. See and you. after all, and after all, uh, Scott Whalen is a really tough shoe to fill. It, he is. He re- he is. He is. So I mean, but I, I appreciate the effort of it. And uh, yeah, and and also I think Slash and Duff should still be playing these songs live. So however, it, a Velvet Revolver can be worked into, into the set. You know, I think that should be a mainstay of a Gun to Roses show. Should be yeah, at least one song. Yeah, I think so. That should never be taken away. And same thing with Chinese Democracy. You know. Yeah, because I know. I'm. I guess you say because it's hard that. I mean, Velvet Revolver fans are probably Guns N' Roses fans. It's like obvious thing. So yeah, I am a Velvet Revolver fan, and if. If they don't play one song like they're doing now, I I probably won't listen to it anymore live because I wouldn't have the chance. Right? Maybe slap with Miles, maybe. But yeah, but you want they to- don't do that anymore so much because they have like I don't know four albums. Right. Yeah. Before they had to fill it, and uh, and yeah, I mean, you want Duff there to be there as well. I mean, unless Duff joined with Miles, but now we're just thinking of different scenarios. Yeah. But this is the beautiful, beautiful part about being a Guns N' Roses fan. We can have these discussions and be in the situation to have these discussions because this band is active and touring. So, Raphael, I can't. Uh, obviously, the highlight of the shows that you went to is is requesting the Seeker and getting it played for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else that you want to share about the show? Did you pick up any merch? Uh, yeah, I bought a shirt. I bought uh, the poster for Porto Alegre, but I bought for a friend of mine who is from Porto Alegre, but she lives in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, I'm going to mail her. Uh, I bought a shirt. Uh, and uh, the concert in Porto Alegre was on the evening, uh, was a day before my best friend's uh, birthday. Uh, she's a 56 year old fan who's been listening to the band since 1987. She was there at Rock in Rio to all the concerts in Brazil. And I'm not going to say how, but I managed to get her some souvenirs from the concert, okay. like guitar picks and, and uh, stick and another stuff, uh, drumstick and other stuff as a surprise gift for her. And it was amazing. It was a, a great experience. And I always meet really nice people uh, when I go to a Guns N' Roses concert because I stay in line really early. And it's just the whole experience is amazing. And 
but I think the highest point of those concerts is that I saw that life is worth living again because I was uh, in, I was closed to my apartment this whole time during the pandemic. I, really, I was really afraid of going out and going to big events. And uh, I cried the whole time during the concert. Galleries. I cried Jungle. I cried during Sweet Child of Mine and even November Rain. I don't know why. Uh, I just remembered uh, when that music video uh, first aired in Brazil. Uh, I was like, man, life is worth living. You know, it's good to be here. Yes, and I, I, I'm glad you're here. That was the, I think that was the, the, the highlight of this whole tour. Like, we can go back to our lives again. Yeah, I think that that's, I would say that's the highlight. I appreciate you sharing that, uh, Raf. And uh, in, you're right. It's the power of music. It's the power of being out and seeing others, others enjoy themselves. And with the pandemic, it's, Look, not to go too deep into it, but yeah, it's very hard to be separate from other people. We are naturally, we naturally crave others. And I, I'm pretty sure I was vocal about how I, I worry that if I wasn't with my now wife when this happened, if I was just isolated by myself, I know what it's like to be isolated by myself. That's yeah. why I was, I was drinking alone. That's why I had to get sober. I'm like, it, it's, it's scary. It's scary. You and, talked about that. I remember. Yeah. It, it is scary to be alone and what the mind could do. So that's what's the beauty of talking about and experiencing Guns N' Roses. As simple or as silly as that sounds, it triggers the right emotions in you, the right yeah. memories and then the right connections. So that's, that's why music is the universal language. So it's, it's yes. very cool. So, uh, AG, I, I don't know if you cried. Yes. I don't know if you cried during your show. That's okay. If you didn't cry, you don't have to be that, you don't, we don't have to go that deep with you if, if you want. <laughs> uh, I will tell the truth. Yesterday, I cried only a few tears on Strange and in Paradise City. Okay. But... When I saw them first time in 2016, sorry, yeah, I cried all the whole concert because I <laughs> because you know I'm 27, so when I was born in 1994, they were like splitting up. Yeah, and my dad got me into Guns N' Roses, of course. Good dad. And like all my childhood and first years of my adolescence on I don't know how you say it in English but you get me I could only dream of seeing Guns N' Roses because they they they, they wouldn't exist anymore and they wouldn't you wouldn't know nothing about Axel and where is that guy and when he came up he talked shit about Slash and I thought I would never they would never go into reunit because I mean, come on, who thought that this would happen? No. Really? Yeah. Not in this no, life. Not in this <laughs> we almost said it. We almost said it at the same exact time. Uh, not in this lifetime. That's right. And yeah, when I got to see them the first time seeing Slash and Axel together, I couldn't, I couldn't hold myself right. So yeah, I was crying a lot. Yesterday, it was not that much. But yeah, I was very emotional because... It's a gift, I guess. It's a gift, you know? 
I, I, you're, you're right, man. That's how I, I felt. I'm older than you. Wait, how, Rap, I didn't ask how, how I know we're aging. Or, I'm 35. I'm 35. Oh, I'm, I'm the old man? Gee, how the fuck did that happen when I'm the old man? I, I'm, I'm, I'm 39. But yeah, I mean, even being 35, uh, we grew up with Guns N' Roses being on the outs. And I, I was yeah. made fun of that they were my favorite band because you know, Buckethead and... Uh, it's so it's, I never thought this would happen. So I, yeah, I, re- I remember when I first saw them in New Jersey, seeing Axel and Slash on stage together, you know, yeah, being a little eyed like, and being like a little kid, like, oh my God. Incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like seeing your childhood heroes. It was I mean, incredible. It was like seeing Batman or something like <laughs> yeah, that. It's like seeing Batman in person. Sure. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll take that. I, I, I like that. Uh, so AG, take us through your experience at the show because you you fought your way to the front. T- tell us. I was like five meters to the front row, and yeah, it's it's tough being there. You know, I mean, if you, you Rafael, maybe you went by Rafael yourself. Maybe by the no. Way? I'm sorry. Why you, you went by yourself or you? Yeah, I always go by myself on concerts because. Maybe I go with friends, but uh, I, I I can't explain you how it's here. And it's not that I want to say, yeah, Amer- Argentinian fans and South American fans are cool, are great, but it, it, it is something. It is really something. And when I go with my friends, uh, I, lost, I, I lose them at the first song and I just can't <laughs> find it anymore. Okay. You know, it's, okay. it's that... It's really this Forget stuff. It. This stuff happens. I'll make new and, friends. Okay. <laughs> and you can get your phone out. Um, I mean, you can, but it's dangerous because uh, there is insecurity here. I'm not going to lie about. Mm, there is people who steals from others and in oh, the yeah. in the pit and in in in, in the crowd. Uh, but you can you can just have your phone to where are you my friend because people would crush you because there is so much maybe on november rain and knocking on heaven's doors where it's kind of the turn down moment you you can i don't know roll a cigarette and check out your phone but since the it's so easy duff base start it's madness it's really madness um Axel and, even asked people to take a step back, like yeah, uh, classic, yeah. black classic Axel. Yeah, I mean, um, the interpreter was well. We all know the famous uh, story of the interpreter in Argentina back then in '92. That is really, really funny. Maybe it's not that funny for people outside of Argentina because you you wouldn't know why what. You know what Axel was saying? Like he was cut the shit and fuck and kill that motherfucker. And <laughs> yeah. it was that the the translator the was trying to yeah, beat the shit out of them. Like like it's like cagalo trompadas in Argentinian. Like and she was like, don't hit him. Don't no no. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and yesterday I guess it was Dale James the who who do the, the part of translator to, to, to ask ourselves to get a step back. And it was like, well, funny because <laughs> when he finished, Axel said like something like, 
uh, fuckers or something like that. I don't remember right away what he said, but yeah, he asked to step back down because, um, a lot of people fall. I don't know how to explain, but there are so much people, so much, so much people. And you go to one way to another and you have to, to, to grab someone who anyone who can grab because yeah, you, you're going to fall if you don't grab someone. And it's not for any, it's not for all of, of people. You know, I saw some, um, pretty, uh, I don't know how to say a small, small women, like not tall, small for the show with the band, the previous band. And I, I was thinking they're gone. They're not going to hold here. Why are, what are they doing here at, at this, at the first song of Guns N' Roses, they, they will, they will collapse because it's not for anyone. And in fact, yeah, uh, a lot of people, I don't know, the security guys of the front row took a lot of DC. No, I, I don't know how to say the machados like, uh, get goes, the get goes. Yeah. Fainted people who, who lost yeah. because there is so much heat, so much people, there is no much uh, water or something to drink because you know, in 70,000 people, you, you can't go to, I mean, when I see reviews of uh, U.S. concert, when you say peace break, there are no peace breaks here because you, yeah. you can't go to the bathrooms. You can't. Oh, pee break. Okay. You, you won't make it. Uh. You won't make it go and back to where you are huh. because there's much people. Huh. You're uh, lucky to get out of there. You got to go it's with, uh, you got to go with the catheter to the show. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, to, to take a piece before the show and hold because funny. you, you, you won't make it to the bathroom. Let me you see know? if you guys can hear this. I'm just, cause my home setup is not, uh, as savvy as a radio station. Cause this, if I play this, this would be Axel asking fans to step back. Do you hear that? Nothing. Nothing? No, we're not hearing it. All right. Well, screw this. All right. That, that was, uh, he did. You're right. I, I can. You can find the clip online. Megan posted a uh, slash. Yeah, because people were having some troubles up front. So, uh, and and they notice because they are they are there. Is and what really like about it is um, after a lot of songs, Axel seemed like really amazed of. I guess that 30 years later. Uh, and with all those years of, you know, that, that he went hiding and all the things that happened to this band, there were like 60, uh, 70,000 people yesterday singing his ass off. I mean, I'm not talking about the, the phone, the rasp shit that all say in the forum and all that, but you really, you really can't hear so clear Axel thing in, in like in Argentina because you can't. I mean, <laughs> some songs where casuals don't know shit like Absurd, Hard School, even Reckless Life or Shadow of Your Love, you 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 could hear him. Okay. But it's a wheezy jungle, sweet child of mine. 
You 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 just couldn't hear him. It's so loud. I mean, everyone is screaming. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You hear Slash and all the band because you you could, but the people singing is wow. That's and you crazy. guys sing the riffs as well. Yeah, so we guys, sing. You guys go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. To have that experience. Even you, 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 you said something that I remember yesterday. Um, before the show start, when you know it goes, the crew goes first. Like I don't know, Megan, Susan, Beta. They are. You can see them. Like next to the to the stage okay and people went ole 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 beta, beta. <laughs> even sing for beta i mean and it was fun uh, we sang to the to cut the photographer megan uh yeah we we sing everything oh man. wow that's so fun i man that's so nerd stuff that i love it because yeah you would not get that from a guns N' roses crowd here in america where they're singing songs <laughs> to megan and beta, beta I mean, and side stage you those only are, get that in Argentina those are the the side characters as like it's like as a, as a Simpsons fan that's like singing it's not just about the Simpsons it's all about the side <laughs> characters and I love yeah right I love say that, that to Aldo or to yeah it, it, that's what we love about. I think that's what Guns N' Roses fans what makes us special is that yeah it's not just about the five guys and a girl or whatever the, uh, yeah. the makeup of the band is it's all about the side characters past and uh, presence and past and it's just uh, it is very cool and very funny uh, yeah, it was very funny to hear Beta, Beta. Does she respond? Does she acknowledge it? She yeah, she, she did something like with his hands, like doing the orchestra director of the of the singing of the people, like something like that. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> it was she laughed obviously because it's it's for laughing, you know. It's we are really weird people. Um, she's laughing at us, like yeah. asking for new music. She's laughing at that. She's, yeah, she's too, laughing, too, but, she's laughing well. at me, knowing I'll never get a Guns N' Roses interview again. She's laughing at me. I'm just kidding. Maybe. Um, and really, what I think that stands out here in Argentina, um, we are a country that suffers a lot of a lot of things, but the economy here is like really tough. Um, and when you go to a concert, you forgot about that, all of that shit, you know, you forgot about the, the crimes, the insecurity that I know people would say, yeah, people who go to a Guns N' Roses concert maybe don't have problems of money. That may be. I don't but know about that. I, maybe to a Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> no, but here are sure. pretty expensive. No, the, the, the ticket prices here in South America are absurd. Okay. Yeah, absurd. Okay. Yeah, they are absurd indeed. Wow. But okay. It's I not mean, easy. Just so like I have an idea. What is the minimum wage in Argentina? Um, in dollars. In your current in your currency. I mean, I paid the like twenty thousand pesos Argentina. Twenty thousand pesos. The front, the VIP. I don't know how to call how you call it that. What? But we hear the stadium is divided by two: front camp and back camp. For mm -hmm. saying those, the front camp is the most expensive, and 
20,000 pesos, 20,000 sí, pesos are like, uh, one Argentina pesos is, um, sorry, one US dollar are like 280 Argentina pesos. It says, uh, according to Google, 20,000 Mexican peso is equivalent to uh, $992.75. Argentinian pesos. You said so it's Argentinian pesos, oh, not Mexican. Argentinian pesos. Sorry. But just to so have an idea, the, the minimum wage a worker earns in Brazil is 1,200 and something reais. And the average ticket for that specific sector is 800 bucks. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. The way the minimum wage here is I I couldn't tell because there is a lot of black work and unregistered yeah, yeah. and you, yeah. you you can have that. So just uh, just what so Brando has an idea it how says expensive it is. $135 and 78 cents. It says uh that's 20,000 Argentinian pesos. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. you here in Argentina there are like $2 the official and the yeah. unofficial. You can't buy the official, so the the real one who who marks all the things is the unofficial, not the official one. If you if you come here to Argentina with your dollars, you're a millionaire. I would tell you that. So that's a great place to come. You have a lot of money even if you don't have so much dollars here. Our value a lot. So, <laughs> maybe about it. It's <laughs> well, we're, we're looking to move. It's probably Queens, which <laughs> I mean, yeah, Queens is so. No, but what I'm trying to say is yeah. that the life is not easy, even if you do well or do not so well. And when you go to a concert, you forgot about all those things. I think yeah. that's the most magic thing about it. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, we we suffer a lot. And yesterday we are we are all on the same page, having a great time, and don't care about the fucking president and all that bullshit. Um, and I guess that's that's why I go to a concert. You know, music is an uh, escape. It's, it's exactly just like the the language we were talking about, the connection that and the comfort that rap can feel, that we all can feel from from hearing and witnessing Guns N' Roses. And the same thing for you. It's a it's an escape. It's an experience. It's a, it's a good time. That's why yeah. it's, it's um, wonderful and one of the many reasons why, thankfully, it seems like Axl Rose is changing the narrative about him, that he is somebody that has always cared about the fans. Yeah, it's, it was um, documented forever, all of us to hear forever on the Live Era album, you know, take a step back. You know, uh, um, it's not a joke. You know, I don't want people to get trampled. He wants people to have a good time. It's a concert. People yeah. should have a good time. And so that's why people, yeah, you know, of course. especially like David, after Donington 88, that, that hit the band really hard. What happened with Donington? So they did, and they tried. They tried. Uh, yeah. They did to stop that. But yeah, I think it's. Um, that would never happen at a guns or, you know, they, I don't think they would ever put. They would stop the show, yeah. I think, at this yeah, point. Yeah, they would. Um, they it's a sad Talking that, about. Yeah, about the the concert itself, sorry, but I don't want to forget anything. Uh, you you say that you used to bitch about the set list. I guess I did the same thing the previous years, but the last time I saw them in 2017, they didn't play Reckless Life. They didn't play Slither. They didn't play Shadow of Your Love. They didn't play Absurd. They didn't play Hard School. So I've seen... 
Records yep. Live. So like yep. a, a whole new, a whole new show. I won't say that, but yeah, it's different. I mean, you're right. You're, it's you're, different. You're absolutely right. It's it's to those still holding on to it's the same set list every night. You might as well be making jokes that Axel is still running late because neither of which are true anymore. It's the set list. I understand they have a. Uh, it's not like going to a, a jam band show where you never know what you're going to get. They're not the kind no. of band. But you, if you're going to these shows, just like when you were saying, you know, there are certain songs that everybody is singing along to so loudly that you can't hear Axel play. They have to play those songs every night. They have. Yeah, that's what I'm, that was what I was saying yeah. because you know. there are hundreds of us who, who, who bitch about it. But, I mean, the standout song yesterday was Sweet Child of Mine, of course. They have to play it. They, you know, they, they have, have to play. play Child. Have to play they have to play Rocket Queen. They have to play Could Be Mine, November Rain. Come on! Remember yeah, when they I... didn't play uh, Estranged? Yeah. Why? Remember that? Remember that time when the band didn't play Estranged? Yeah. I think they, yeah, because it was some sort of a technical issue. They had to cut it, or right? Was that the? They, no, they, they never didn't play. Slash. Oh, when, they, they, when they when they when when Axel came back, the first time they played Estranged was in Rock in Rio 2011. Oh, oh, when they weren't playing it overall. In yeah, general. yeah. I mean, overall, that, that was with the new band. I guess you never knew what you were gonna get anyway. But I mean, now with Slash back in the band, I mean, they're. It's just an example. I mean, sure. How come? How come there's a Guns N' Roses concert without Estranged? You what? cannot play that song. Yesterday was, for me, the best. It's such oh, a great song. It's a beautiful and, song. So what was, yeah, your, and what was your highlight, you, AG? Was it estranged? What was your highlight of the show? Oh, it's hard because they have so much songs. You you tend to forget they have so much songs. And you yeah. are the show and, oh, they got this one and that one. And, oh, he, and it's one after another. And I don't know. It's hard to choose between... You could be mine, strange, civil war. It's it's hard. I mean, but maybe musically, musically, I think strange. But in the motion and all the 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 atmosphere, I guess. Welcome to the jungle. Cool. Oh yeah. I mean, people went nuts on jungle, and they're probably jumping. There's a video of I don't know if Megan or Dale that. You can. I've you seen can that on Bevers Instagram. The crowd not only jumps, but there's a wave. Well, people that like was that the wave where people fall. Yeah, it's, a lot of people but, fall during that wave, and oh, it's wow. really dangerous. It's not fun. I, I want to tell you. So what, what it is, isn't fun. I know. Is it the people are pushing up against each other like a wave, or how, how does that they, cause? I don't that? know what happens because I don't know. <laughs> what is the explanation why but you become know, one you it's the emotion and you go to one place to another and if you don't grab someone you could fall and maybe they huh. I don't know if you make it alive if you fall because a lot of people maybe pass up you I don't know but um, casual fans obviously don't don't know nothing about absurd hard school I was the only one like next to me there were nothing there were nothing singing that song and I was come on man just fucking hard school sing it I don't know <laughs> and, and you know what people bitch that JDR doesn't release the music but when they do people don't listen and don't sing to those songs anymore. no I, I have a friend of work that 
it was his first time here and I was, did you hear the new songs? Oh, I've, I've heard it once, I guess, but I don't mind. Come on, man. Yeah, no, you got to give it a chance. Even back in the day as a big GNR fan, they couldn't wait for Chinese democracy. I had to listen. I've said I had to listen to it three times to fully understand what I was listening to because you're so used to the sound of appetite. of user illusion. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. high school sounds right. I think it does. Yeah, if you if you say to me that hard school is from appetite, I would believe you because it sounds really something like that, I guess. It's I know absurd maybe won't have so much fans, but come on, hard school sounds like an all time classic to me. I don't know and then there's these people who said, Oh the league version or the village and the intro. Come on man, cut the crap. <laughs> hmm. You you wouldn't supposed to hear that, by the way. Um, and I guess, I don't know, that's just me speaking, but yeah, people know a little bit, I mean, of Chinese democracy, Chinese democracy, the song itself, it's well known, right? I guess most of people sang it better, mm, not so much, but it is most well known that, I don't know, sorry, for example, like they play sorry yesterday and pretty much nobody sang it because they don't know it. Uh, if they don't know reckless life, I mean, yeah, reckless life passed like a notice for most of people because I don't know, yeah. I, 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 I didn't hear people singing it like most of me and other crazy ones. Because that it wasn't were, on appetite. I mean, unless you're a fan like front. us. You're not going to know, uh, you know, Hollywood Rose. You're just not. But gonna you know, know what? Even appetite songs, there are some people that don't, they don't know about them. Uh, in Porto Alegre, there was a guy behind me that during Mr. Brownstone after the bridge when we went to the chorus. Chorus. He was like, Mr. Brownstone, Mr. Brownstone, Mr. Brownstone, Mr. Brownstone. <laughs> like, dude, you pay like eight hundred bucks for this, and you don't even know the chorus of Mr. Brownstone. It's not just Mr. Brownstone over and over and over again. Yes, yeah, not like that. It's not absurd. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, who's cat? By the way, is that AG? Yes. Oh man. What is that? Do I hear a cat going? Oh yeah, that's my cat that wants to go out. Aww. But if I let him out, he would want to come in. So you, <laughs> well, my cat, you might hear it. You might hear it again. Okay, that's um, that's fine. You know, my my cat. It's. Making me miss my guys. He's always passed out over there. Uh, let me ask though, because there was some rumblings of the sound check that there was a few. I don't know, like a minute, if that, of a song yeah. that's never been played. <laughs> I've before. heard it. So it happened in Porto Alegre as well. Okay, so I guess if you guys want to explain what if you, what you think you heard, because it. There are, you see, it was unnamed. We don't know what it is, and people just don't. I want it. to say something first because. Uh, the last time I saw them from this one, they are changing some jams of the mid show. You know, they don't play all the same things that they played before. They change some jams. They change some arrangements of some songs. And I was afraid of that it was a new jam, and so I wouldn't wanted to hear it in the in the show yesterday. And I didn't, so I guess it's it's happening like high school. I guess there is something coming. I guess Ooh. I want 
hope. And it does sound great, by the way. Yeah, there's a good thread about it on my GNR forum. Some people are like, is it Oklahoma? Is it Alice Shrugged? Like, what? What is this possible song? All the song. If you are, I don't think it's Oklahoma. It's I'm just, Oklahoma is. I'm not gonna sing okay. the riff, but uh, it's a more punkish stuff. Unless they have changed the song a lot, uh, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's Alice as well. I think maybe it's just a gem. Maybe they, they just play something to warm up but it could be and we're just so desperate for anything that we're making something yeah it doesn't sound like a jam to me wow i mean okay see well we'll find out i mean it's got us talking it's it's because that's what's so interesting about when this is a band that's regimented and the people that can you know that are focused like they're just the same thing they play anything that's slightly different. What is that? Yeah. Oh my what god! What is that? You know. Yeah, so- I didn't hear the leaks. I I have a policy of not. I don't know. I'm not so much into it, but so I can't relate to any of the songs that they are talking about in the forum, uh, like Oklahoma or. Um. But what I heard on the snippet of the soundtrack, I like it. What can I say? Yeah, I like it too. So we'll see if it becomes anything at all. After then, all, we have song names coming up on Spotify if we search. So yeah. maybe there's oh, something. We are so crazy, thank, man. Thank you for bringing that up. If I, someone I outside <laughs> the fan base saw this, they would say these fuckers are so crazy. I know. <laughs> they so- have no idea how crazy we are. Well, they might learn soon. There's a couple of things uh, there. I'm glad. Thank you for mentioning that rap because I've spoken about it on the. Um, I've mentioned it on social media, but these algorithms. If you type in the song it's leaks, uh, I know what. If you, I don't know if I on you is on there, but if you type in like Atlas Shrugged or certain songs that the, the, the famous leaked titles on Spotify, Guns N' Roses will come up as an artist. And I don't know if it means like a lot of people are searching for it, if we're crazy, like in GNR fan. I don't know how the algorithm works, but it's just. I have an experience. I I have a personal experience. I have a band. Okay. Uh, And in January last year, I put a demo of a four song demo on Spotify just for the hell of it. And you have to set up a release date. You have to do that through a publisher. Anyway, you upload the song, you you write everything you have to, to write in the database, and you set up a release date. And when I searched for my song, for my band songs on Spotify before the the release date, my band's page would come up. Okay. So okay. it was already in the database. Mm. The release date wasn't there yet. So I can only say that from a personal perspective. But that's something that happened to me because I, I searched. I'm, I'm going to take your perspective and run with it and say Chinese Democracy 2 starts now, according to Rap. And after all, <laughs> yeah, I went to the forum, I'm saying a new thread. Rafael says that Spotify thing is right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. And, and, the, and the other thing, uh, the amount of GNR fans that know about these song titles. No, no, it's not they, possible. They, there is like an algorithm thing. 0.001% no, of yes, the general listeners in Spotify. And if the algorithm is that weak for us to fuck it all up. Right. Spotify there's something need- wrong with Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Look at that. And Slash said before, they work on a lot of stuff. Why 
wouldn't be coming. And I mean, he said, he said uh, they were working on new stuff that would be released around the same time as the Usual Illusion box. So the box is going to be released next month. So, what are your thoughts on those? Uh, rap, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about the the Ritz concert in the Ritz Blu-ray. Game. Okay. Are you are you are you ordering uh, the box set, or are you going to get songs? How would you? What's? Uh, you I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the the box because I regret myself that I didn't buy the Uptight for Destruction box. You could still get I it. No, the box, the actual box. I know the, the leather one. Uh, I can't find it. Oh really? Oh, I thought you yeah, could still buy it. It's sold out. It's sold out. At least in the Chinar website. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't want to miss this opportunity. Uh, so I'm buying the not the, the biggest one, the, the the highest price, uh, the, with the vinyls because I don't care about vinyls. Um, so I'm buying the second one. The oh. Second one. Okay. What about you, Ag? Are you buying it? Well, there is not that easy here in Argentina. First, the money thing. I mean, I don't know the price, but. $1,500 was one of them, right? Uh, uh, the one that I'm buying is $260. Well, that's, that's a lot, lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me too, buddy. That's why um, I'm not. But no, what the problem really here is that the importations and all of that, it's not so easy that you, you can't buy something outside the country and. Mm -hmm. And receive it like so easy. That is not so. It's not so easy, really. Um, you have that's to pay taxes. Yeah, you that's, have like that's I don't the know, chorus, have... by the way. It's like Mr. Brownstone. It's just it's so easy. It's so easy. Yeah, right. It's I mean, so you can you can buy something outside, and that's more like thirty three hundred dollars. It's complicated. Um, it's way too money here, but wow. I, th I really yeah. am, uh, take that for, but, but universal is already pre-selling that in Brazil, in Brazilian currency, uh, on the website of universal music. Um, maybe they do that in Argentina as well, because it's a big market for GNR. We don't have universal music here. In Argentina. Oh, we don't have universal music. No, okay. Wow. Uh, I don't. I oh uh, maybe yes. I don't know, but maybe there I, is. The prices would be so high. I I know. I would know. Yeah, the, the prices yeah. would be higher, but it would be easier to get. I mean, it wouldn't be be. It wouldn't be uh, held in customs. It's, so, what I'm, what I really want to to get is the the reach the reach show, and that's. That's a good one. I don't know if they would post it on YouTube later or it doesn't work that way. Uh, possibly. I mean, because that's going, uh, that's kind of monetizing. They're monetizing it, so they would be making money off the streams. So I think that's what they're going to eventually do. Maybe not at the same time as the box set because they probably want people to buy it. But the same thing with Spotify because uh, I'm with you, AG. I, 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 it's money. I, I need that. I need it to pay my, for my life. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, let's let's be honest. I mean, it's great they they are releasing it, but it's like they never they never can do the whole thing right. I mean, mm. why don't release a live version of Breakdown, Locomotive, Coma? I mean, Locomotive and Coma are probably two best songs of those albums. Non hits and all you want, but musically. And 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 the lyrics and 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 and, and as, as a whole, there are probably two of their greatest songs, the more yeah. complex songs, and 
we don't have live material of those ones. Yeah. And I don't get it. Why? They could do more. I, I believe that. And they I, I always could do more. That's what I, I... I don't feel good saying that because we all could do more. I could do more. Yeah, um, right. Of course. So, but I think it's know. so easy to, to write or is that hard? They don't have a live version of those songs in some place. I mean, it's, I know it's been a long time and they didn't play it so much, but... Or a, a rehearsal version of that or a demo version of that. So I, that's why I think knowing what they have and we GNR, the diehard GNR fans are aware of the video footage that was shot. I think so. It, all, if not most of the user illusion shows were a pro shot uh, that there's so much material out there. Why are we just just getting this? You know, I feel like this is just like user illusion one, the box set. Where When is the second box set almost coming? Uh, that's when, a good theory. Uh, I, I wish it was a. Th- I don't know if it's a theory, but because it's, it's a wishful thinking. I, th- I think, yeah, I think it's more of that. But it's because again, I don't want to be that fan. I don't want to complain about the set list. But no, yeah, are there no, things that would I prefer? It's okay no. to complain sometimes too. Okay, come on. You because know, I I get defensive, and it goes back to my comment. Uh, my my what I thought a funny comment about beta, and just knowing what I know. What I've heard about management uh, not wanting uh, the GNR people on my podcast. I mean, when I've had you know Dizzy and uh, Richard on before and Frank, it's just I'm trying to. I don't know. I think I'm I'm associated with with uh, with brands or news outlets that report fake news or um, uh, salacious headlines. So I'm just trying not to. Sometimes I try to be too nice with it, even though I'm allowed to have an opinion. We all have an opinion. Yeah, but, but there you are, are those. Nice. But there are those fans, though. But if you say there's certain, uh, if you go to certain uh, forums that you, if you see anything negative, but not even like it's negative, it's just not agreeing with the majority. It's just your opinion. You will be shot down. You will be attacked. You don't know any. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm just not that guy because that's not a Pele. that's that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I only know uh, I only know that name because of, I don't even want to bring it up kind of but he uh, informed me a lot of a troll that was attacking me a few years ago. So I that's the only reason I know about, you know, him but I, I prefer Maradona so <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, it's um yeah, yeah. I, I but it's also at the same time I, I this is how I am in life. It's like I'm not perfect. What do I expect anybody else to be perfect? You know, as long as yeah. the effort's there. So it's cool they released this box set. Why they released yeah, it on the 31st. But it could have, why didn't it come out last year? You know, did the, the, the pandemic really delay the, the, the making bullshit, of everything? Man. All bands release something, pandemic or not, that's right. bullshit. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's so I'll go well, back to. ACDC. But, yeah. but if they done everything on time. Yeah, no, go, 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 go you, go you this time. If, if they have done everything on the right time, it wouldn't be GNR. So right. it makes sense yeah. to do this now. So. That's usually what I fall like. It wouldn't be Guns N' Roses. We wouldn't be talking about it. Because yeah. uh, Raph, I'll go to your other favorite band, my wife's favorite band, uh, Dave Matthews. And they're always putting out, they're always touring. They're always putting out live albums. They're always giving to their fans, it seems. And they released an al- a live album from my, my first concert up there so and it's like i get jealous but then again would it be really fun to talk about dave matthews wow, all the time? that's what no, i was no, saying no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i, I don't want to be the, the devil's advocate Hubert. no no you uh, could defend please, i would please if i ever i would love to have 
I respect. I hope to get Dave Matthews on the podcast. What, what is the name? What is the name of your wife? I forgot. Uh, Shauna. Her name is Shauna. 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 You have great musical taste. <laughs> no, That's she, it. she knows. She knows. It's just so funny that she's more diehard with with. Dave and I want to meet you someday and talk about that, but. If we ever have That's Dave probably. Matthews on the show, she'll be my co-host or anybody from the, you know. That would be nice. Uh, apparently, they're friends with the McKagans, so there's yeah, the connection. Maybe. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, AG, let me let me ask because uh, we talked about the highlight. Did you pick up any merch? Uh, lithograph, anything like that? Um. When I when I hit the merch uh, store, they were not much left. Um. Let me get my shirt. It's not. They were not great things, really. Okay. Maybe a jacket, or I don't know how you call that. I mean, with the zip that you open. Is that called zip? I don't know. The Um, the jacket that you open. No, I don't know if it's a jacket because it's like. May I call it a jacket? I don't know, but. You will understand. That was a good one, but it was too expensive. And probably they sold everything before the show because on the show, everyone was with that jacket. Um, but there were shirts that I really, I mean, the poster of the Buenos Aires show wasn't that good enough. Maybe if it would be good, I I probably buy the shirt, but it was only slash on the the poster okay. and well i don't know um and no there were hats but nothing special really um right. i just i bought a bandana or yeah bandana and that has a lot of drawings and guns and roses just to get anything you know because i always buy something at least from the shows um i remember the last metallica show i bought a mate do you know what mate is? No. Uh, you mean a drink? Yeah, it's a drink here of Argentina, well known that in the whole country we 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 drink mate. And like James Hetfield was married to an Argentinian woman like for twenty years. Yeah. He, he he drinks mate a lot, and he also does it in the show of Argentina. He drank mate. You mean that you met that cup? Yeah, that the, cup with yes, it, you, put probably, you put herbs on it, and it was fun because the mate would say, "Is this thing here?" Yeah, that thing, that thing is mate, and it's yeah. funny because it would said instead of Metallica, it said Matelica. <laughs> I thought it was that's hilarious, good, and I had to buy it. You know, that's but, a good one. There were nothing special here in the Argentina. Merch store. Okay, Raphael, you were showing. Them, sorry, because to those listening, you were showing the lithograph, and was, were you showing oh, what, yeah. what looked like a almost looks like a honey pot in a way. It on, was on the from. Side. It's from. Uh, it was like what a honey pot. Why yeah, do you have mate on Brazilian poster? Uh, in Porto Alegre, they drink that a lot. Okay, uh, so probably a small version from, from Porto Alegre. Okay, uh, and they drink in this little cup, this little container. Uh, they drink mate, uh, as you can just call chimarrão okay. in Brazil. Cool. They drink that really hot. Oh, hot. It's a hot drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a hot, hot drink. Oh. Boiled water almost. In Rio, in Rio we drink that as iced tea. <laughs> yeah, you, it's called terere here if you oh. drink. Look at this. Learning. Cold. I should have the, uh, 
the more you know Rainbow with the star behind me. <laughs> I, lo- I love it, man. I love it. I appreciate you sharing this. And this is what's so, one of the best parts about doing these reviews in other countries, to not just talk about the fans from other countries, but to learn. Um, I, I think this is fantastic. So uh, I know you said you got a bandana, but uh, what is your favorite all-time piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia, AG? And I'll ask you the same round. Oh, I'll try to pick it up. I'll try to okay, find it. Okay, so AG, while he's doing that, what is your favorite piece of uh, all-time Guns N' Roses? It could be a ticket stub. It could be a shirt. Uh, it could be a memory if you want. My camera doesn't work to show you, but I have a lot of things uh, – from the first show, they came together like the real Guns N' Roses. Sorry for the new guy, new junior fans, but for me, it was not Guns N' Roses. Um, the first one that they came together, I bought everything. I bought a shirt, I bought the poster, I bought a hat. I spent almost the same money on merch than hmm. I did on the ticket. Huh. Um, but I don't know, I have a lot of things I can't show you right now, but yesterday I went to the show with the Kill Your Idols Jesus okay. shirt, okay. Axel wear in, and there were a lot of people with that one, of course. Uh-huh. Um, I have the other one that, uh, the Ford logo that says fuck, that used the slash used. Yep. I have that one, and probably my, what I like most is the one I shared, the nobody knows I'm a lesbian. It's <laughs> you, way you too far. <laughs> I have that. I I there is no official store. I I you made I made it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, no myself, but I asked some people who do this kind of stuff, and I made it. Uh, yeah, I, I have a tattoo of Guns and Roses too. It's a shame I can't show you right now. You can send a picture uh, later if you want, later. and I'll we could share it. On social okay. media. Um, it's, uh, well, the gun, mm-hmm. a rose, and bad obsession. Oh. It says bad obsession. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of things of Guns N' Roses. I have all the tickets. <sighs> what can I say? Uh, you, They're my favorite band. Uh, oh, man. I, I, man. I love it, though. Absolutely. The, the collection. I have you, all you the records, like of course. You had uh, all the white, I'm sorry? What? All the records, I mean, the albums, I have it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, well, you you don't use it anymore, but, but I have DVDs. Remember DVDs? Uh, sure. I have a lot of them, Tokyo, Chicago, uh, and, and other stuff. Uh, I don't know. I pretty have much anything, I guess. Okay. I guess the normal things. Maybe the weirdest thing is the nobody knows I'm a lesbian shirt that no one has. I, you know, I, I've thought it. about getting that shirt or making it, I guess. And the same, first of all, the Kill Your Idol shirt. I feel like if you wear that anywhere but a Guns N' Roses show, I don't know. You're going to get things thrown at you because it could be so offensive. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I use it uh, in my traditional life. I mean, okay. outside Guns N' Roses concert. It, people look me like, what happened with this widow? But <laughs> yeah, I have a tattoo of uh, burning church too. So like, I don't know. That's, I okay. mean, 
Right Sorry, on. Rafael. I know maybe no. there in Brazil they are like really religious. I don't have anything with the religion itself, but with the church institution. I'm an atheist, okay. so that's okay. Oh, okay. Well, let's hate the church and so. I, <laughs> I hate it. I'm an, agno- <laughs> I'm an agnostic Jew, so I whatever. We're we're, we're all fine. I, I respect all, all creeds. Uh, just don't yeah, follow just, it. No, I'm respectful, but yeah, people look me a weird way when I use those. Okay. Well, what about? I, but what would be maybe offensive, but I, I'm thinking about it. Now, you might inspire me, AG, to get it, is that nobody knows I'm a lesbian, because that's just so funny. I just Yeah, it's so funny, right? Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, especially with us, us of us know that it's an Axel shirt, but just in general for people who read it, you're like, what? Yeah. Why is this guy wearing this shirt? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, well, because I like girls, so <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe I'm a lesbian, yeah, too. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Raph, what about you? What do you? I know you love the shirt you're currently wearing because it helped you get yeah. noticed. But yeah. what else? What other merch? Uh, other than the tattoos, because you mentioned I have six general tattoos on my arm. Six? Um, six. Oh, uh, man. I have some roses here on my forearm with the last uh, words of Rocket Queen. All I ever wanted was for you to know that I care. I did that after my dad passed away in 2018. Hmm. I have the 2000 and six logo here with a dragon uh the appetite for destruction monster on my bicep and in the back i have patience um but i only did that because of the cover you have patience you try to keep it but it comes and goes uh and i put on the the rest of the lyrics just to fill the spacing so are you working on all great work by the way are you working on a complete guns and roses sleeve because they're all in the same that's part. it that's it. That's it. The guns oh, no more? Oh, so you're not going to get the elbow no done? You're going to get the elbow. No, no. It's too painful here. Oh, come on. All right. I don't have that. No. Elbow. no, no. On the elbow. I have this painful. elbow. I have this elbow. Oh, oh man. That's painful. painful. Oh, no, no, no. With my, on ne- the elbow, no. With my never-ending oh, story. I'm, I'm, sa- I'm saving in case I have... I get to have Axel's autograph or something okay. like that, so maybe. Okay. <laughs> I gotta catch up. Maybe in Brazil because you know I'm I'm very I'm very jealous of Brazilian people. You know they have like I know it's a far more great country in terms of uh, area. I mean it's a bigger country than Argentina, but you had ten shows, motherfuckers, ten shows. Well, it's a continent. I mean, uh, you can't. Think of Fucking Brazil and Fernando, there are Brazilians. That's why. No, it's not. Well, it. I'm sure that helps. But Brazil <laughs> is Brazil's bigger than Europe. I don't know. Uh, I have a friend who attended nine concerts in the Brazilian tour, and she went to Manaus and she said there was a guy that lived in a city that he needed to get a boat to get to Manaus. That's how far GNR goes, mm. and it was yeah, sold well. out. It's a here in Argentina, here, so. we had only one show in Buenos yeah, Aires. I thought, I, I thought there was a bomb, but it could at least have played two concerts in Cuba. Yeah, played. but maybe not two in Buenos Aires, but they, they, these bands like Cordoba, Rosario, there, there are, um, if, if you're talking about the United States, it's like other states, maybe. Here in Argentina, we call it provincias, but it's like another state. For example, it's part from Argentina, but it's like, I don't know, five, six, ten hours from here. And they talk, uh, especially the Cordoba people, they have an accent really particular. And you can identify them. And yesterday, because it was the only date of Guns N' Roses in Argentina, 
there were a lot of people that came from the other states or provincias to to see them uh, they i don't know what because they all they always play more than once but yesterday was the only one yeah and they played twice in colombia so Wow, it's just to take a boat. But it's I nice to see. Uh, and I forget to tell you something that it really took my attention yesterday. I thought that most of the people would be, I, I don't want to offend you guys, but uh, old people, maybe. <laughs> and what no. it surprised me, you're not that, that old, that really, but I don't know. I'm not maybe. 40 yet. And which is 40 no, is yeah, that's old. right. Tell that to my niece. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I mean, um, sure, classic rock. My dad, my dad, who is 47, sure. is Guns fan. He's young, by the way, but I, it's more than you. <laughs> but, uh, I know. It was a lot of young people yesterday yeah. in the show, and it was. I mean, I, I don't have friends who likes Guns N' Roses. Maybe uh, um, I don't, and I thought that yesterday would be only like. Old people who 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 have been fans since the '90s, and no, there were a lot of people like me that didn't exist back then, and it really surprised me. Sure, that was definitely another highlight of the show, and I wouldn't forget. I wouldn't want to forget that. That might be so. the only thing that's consistent with the American shows, because yes, I think we're spoiled here, especially here in New York, where bands come all the time, and maybe that's not why we're not getting up and dancing and running around. I know again why I'm not dancing dancing and running around but uh i just think that's um i don't know i just think that's just a great both of you talking to you both of you was just so fun today i i, I just need to say that first of all that doesn't need to be Thank lost you. but just the american shows it's the same thing because yeah i'm 39 raps 35 and we were young when guns N' roses came out you know i was born uh i was four when appetite came out i was lis listening to the muppet babies you know, back then. So yeah. I'll go into these shows. I'm almost expecting the same thing to see the classic rockers, you know, people older than me, but we're seeing kids. I bought the, yeah. gun, I bought the, I don't know if they're still selling it, but it's a, it's they, meant they for, are, they are, they're selling these shirts. The guns are, yeah, that uh, one was yesterday with the shark, uh, was like a shark's skeleton or just a fish skeleton on it. It's like, a, oh no, a turquoise. it was a, it was a, a guy surfing, a uh, skeleton surfing. Okay, it was the the same uh, letters. Okay. Yeah, I saw them too yesterday. So I mean, they're, I mean, actually selling kids merch, but you see little kids there, and just like how your dad got you into uh, Guns N' Roses, AG. My I mean, godson, he's four and he loves Jenner. Exactly. So. Exactly. Godson. My godson is four and he loves Jenner. How old are you? I'm thirty-five. But, and you uh, already have a son and a no, 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 no. He's not oh, my son. Godson, uh, Padrino. Ah, Padrino. Okay, Padrino. I thought it was like yeah. abuelo, granddaughter. No, 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 no. no. Godson. Oh, okay. Godfather would be like in English. Right? Yeah, I'm the Godfather. I'm the go the okay. Godfather. Oh, okay, okay. Don't go against the, the family. Yeah. Don't go against the family. <laughs> and he's my godson. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, wow. it's just um, it's beautiful. It was the grandpa, and I thought, wow. No, 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 not a grandpa. No, no, okay. Believe and as far as and as far as um, oh, okay. uh, I have these chips from the nutrition. Wow, cool, man. I didn't, I didn't go, but a friend of mine went and got them for me. Five dollar poker chips from the yeah. uh, Vegas shows. The the hotel room car is that the no no trickery hotel cool. room no car. trickery 
Love that. And I have some picks. Uh, yeah, the night train pick, the bubble food pick. He gave it to me. We still talk. He's a great guy. I love him. Oh, very cool. Uh, I got this stuff pick. What? That he. I have that one because Mike Squires gave me that. Now Duff gave this to me in 2016. Oh. Well, Duff gave it was to you. I, I was the I was the only one uh, that wasn't uh, using a cell phone there, front <laughs> row, and I was singing the whole the whole set, and he was throwing that as all the time, and I couldn't pick. So after Sweet Child of Mine, he was like, "This is yours. Like this is the last one I'm trying to give to." And he mentioned to throw it, and I said, "No, no way." Pointed to a security guard, and he poked him in the head, gave him the, the pick, and pointed to me. Smart. And yeah, thank God he did that. And this one they were uh, giving at Rock in Rio, twenty seventeen. Nice only for the there. people. Yeah, only for the pick in the front row. Rock in says Rio Rock in Rio Brazil. Uh, you got cool September. stuff, man. That's the, 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 the. These are the best ones that I have. Yeah. Because shirts, everyone we have, but those ones, I the the. the I thought the, I lost the picks because I moved apartments in earlier this year. I thought I had lost them. I, I, I oh my god! Glad you didn't. I'm gonna yeah, ask a, uh, I'm gonna ask a dumb question to end this to, to really show what how much I want to learn from you both on this podcast. Um, well, What's the difference between spelling Brazil with an S rather when, than than uh, with a Z? Brazil is I guess I grew up with it being with a Z. Why is it with an S? What's the problem? Well, because in uh in Portuguese uh the S can sound like an S or can sound like a Z depending on the vowel it's parted with. Okay. So uh, in Portuguese Brazil it's spelled with an S because after uh before the I, the S sounds like a Z. Okay. So but I if wouldn't it, be wrong spelling it with a Z necessarily. No, because in English, the S doesn't sound like a Z in these cases. Okay. So it's... All right, because I know there are times where I've misspelled Columbia, spelling it more like the college. Because you have Columbia, you have... Columbia, yeah. You tend to confuse. Because of uh, Christopher Columbus. Um, (laughs) Who sucks, by the way. Yeah. Um, But the name is after... (laughs) The the country's named after that, but... Okay. Ah, All right, see, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to educate myself. But the Guns N' Roses... if you really want to piss off a Brazilian person, is uh, say that we speak Spanish, we don't speak Portuguese, and that our capital is Buenos Aires, it isn't. It's Brasilia. It's not Rio, neither São Paulo. It's Brasilia. So okay, that's it. Okay, I, I certainly don't assume because uh, I know there are so many different dialects. I don't be like, oh, everyone yeah. speaks Spanish. No, no, it's not all yeah. Spanish. Because <laughs> uh, we, we're the only country in, in Latin America that doesn't speak Spanish, so everyone just assumes we all speak Spanish mm-hmm. as well. So. Mm. Yeah, when I went to Brazil, uh, you 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 understand really well. Oh, I understand everything. We don't understand I you. Uh, I understand everything. Nothing. It's 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 hard for me to to understand Portuguese. But when I was there, like everyone understand understood me, but I didn't understood anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I understood you both today, and uh, I was saying before the podcast, I'm like, yeah, we'll just do an hour. I think it's like an hour and a half because you both were so great. 
I really enjoy talking. <laughs> we took a lot. It was really fun. It was really fun talking to you. It, thank you. I really pr- appreciate both of you reaching out. I know Raf, you're a regular commenter on, uh, and and you make some great comments on uh, on on Twitter. By <laughs> the way, some really bad puns. Which I always appreciate. By the way, if you have a band, do you want to promote them? Do you want to give them a shout out? Uh, we're my band's called Mama Voodoo. It's spelled M A M A V O O D O O. Uh, but we're currently uh, looking for a guitar player, so we're kind of working behind the scenes right now. Not There's a guy called DJ Ashba who's looking for a band. <laughs> well, uh, you, you might want to call him. Bring him in. Come on, DJ, if you're looking for a band, come here. Yeah, yeah. AG, that was I perfect. Had- I was trying to think of a funny. <laughs> you joke, already but... ruined my Chinese democracy cover by signing all over it, but that's okay. Oh, D- DJ come. signed your Chinese democracy cover. Yeah, even though he's not on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but he's a really nice guy. I like him. But... He is. I don't think. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever get him on the podcast. I mean, I liked his work with the six a.m. But that's again a whole. It was just a hat. It's my opinion. I'm allowed to have it. The hat was yeah. weird. It was just slash out a hat. You're not slash. I know it had scars on it. It's different. <laughs> it was a top hat. Whatever. I'm yeah, it was a top hat. <laughs> uh, so uh, Raph and his Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, can you can you hear me? Thing. Uh, <laughs> Raph and Rio. Thank you so much. And I'll try it. Agustin. Agustin. Pretty well. All right. Ag. Thank you. Ag. Thank you for just being awesome and and reaching out and and. Yeah, just, I could do this again. Like a friend chat. Like outside the podcast, it was fun. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, tell this. So, this goes out to the upcoming shows, of course. Guns N' Roses, there are no signs of slowing down for touring. So, if you would like to do a fan review, talk about Guns N' Roses, like Raf, like AG, it doesn't matter what language you speak. We all speak the language of Guns N' Roses. Yes, Raf. And there's a rumor going around in Brazil that GNR is playing the town, a festival from the same creators as Rock in Rio that is taking place in Sao Paulo in September next year. There's a rumor going around that GNR is playing there. So if they do, uh, I'm not going because I'm too old for festivals, but I'm certainly, certainly going to, to Argentina because I need to have that experience of seeing GNR. Yeah, definitely. You, 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 you have to come to a show here next time for sure i hope it's not five years again oh yeah no that's a well, lot. If the rumor if the rumor is correct maybe next year i don't know yeah if they play in brazil they would play again in buenos aires for sure yeah well, for I, sure i appreciate you both giving me a taste of what it's like somewhat to see a show guns N' roses show in brazil and in argentina this was uh this was really cool thank you both so much for coming on today uh as far as the next episode of the podcast i'm not sure yet again there's a lot of things cooking with uh with doug's book we still need to sit down and do a podcast and get you know maybe if you guys i don't know if you are have you read all the gnr books and slashes and duffs and uh oh, i read all the official ones so if there's the any stories like that from their book that you're like you know what maybe i want doug's perspective on that was you know did they, um think- i well i need to i, I would i would was Doug around during that whole contract thing? Was yeah, him? So that's that's going to be a big thing for him. Because that's that, something that I really want to know about. I don't know if I would. I have some mixed feelings about that stuff. Like, I don't know if I want to read what really happened back then and all the inside stuff, maybe. I prefer to being 
maybe more naive. Okay. And I don't know. Well, I mean, there have to be some deep stuff that made the band to explode. And I really don't want to get into that because maybe I would, I don't know, hate someone or I don't know. I, I, I don't want to do that. I see, and I see what you're saying. Uh, I think the book. I think we all know what maybe the reason or the the public opinion maybe it's a bit ten. I don't know how to say tenacious. Ten. I don't know, but it 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 all points to be Axel Fold by I know most of the the the, the told story about it, but I don't think it's really just him, and I don't want to to know. No, it's it's just not that that simple part of it. Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you would go away hating anybody like that. It just might be like I a, don't want to be disappointed more than I was of most of things. It might clear things up. I'll just say uh, what Raph was alluding to with the contract thing because that is mentioned in Dub's book. That did not yeah, happen. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's nice to have all the perspectives. Yeah, I everybody, mean, what everybody is the truth? Things differently. And we never, we never know the truth. We never know the truth. No. But once, once you hear the different perspectives, and even from the band members and from the manager, you can kind of put the pieces together and try to have your own opinion sure. about what happened, but not uh, pinpointing what exactly happened. We never know that. Sure. Maybe if there is an Axel book, I would read it because it's Axel. I mean, it's this story that it's been missing. Uh, yeah. But I don't know when the Gene Exchange, Axel told the story of telling Slash when he called everything you write in your book is a lie. I mean, well, I don't know who is telling the truth, who's telling the lies. Uh, there are way more opinions. We have the the leak of the Matt's book, and then I don't know what happened with all those stuff that it, it didn't make the final book. Right. It's it's all weird with this one, you know. There's a few things just to, I think I would just keep in mind. I'll I'll, I'll say this is that uh, Doug was the only sober one, basically, because uh, it's it is it's documented. Flash and Duff were fucked up. Like, how do they remember yeah. all these things? They don't, yeah. they don't. And I think that's, and I don't think it's so much of a lie as trying to maybe fix or re- misremembering. Uh, that's how I like to phrase it. I, I like to think maybe Doug says differently. Uh, but it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of that. Just like, okay, this is not how it happened. How do they even, they were strung out. Like, how does this, like, here's what really happened. And I think if anything, it, it, it helps character build Axel to what, he really was, and, and gets rid of a lot of the misconceptions. That's one of the reasons why he wants to write this book because uh, Doug is Team Axel. He know he, he's like he was with the guy for seventeen years. He's like he's not the guy. There's a reason this happened. There's a reason. Yeah. You know, it, it may not always be like I agreed with why this happened, but here's a justification or maybe here's mm-hmm. why it happened. So, uh, still a lot of, a lot of work to do. Um, I, do I think, you have an idea when it might come out? Because I'm really looking forward. I'm at a. It's probably one of those things I probably shouldn't say anything, but like I'm at a phase where I sent a couple things to uh, a person who could make decisions and like they have to mm-hmm. get back to me. Uh, so it's kind of like we're at a point where we're dealing with professionals and <laughs> there's an interesting – I don't want to say battle. Interesting, interesting discussion because I'm not an author. Uh, I'm not technically an author, right? And usually someone in Doug's 
position has an author writing it and a, a legit author writing with them. So I'm almost learning on the job. I have an mm-hmm. idea. Uh, you know, I went to I went to school for broadcasting. I've been in radio for 20 years. I have written things, but not a book. So I'm not an idiot, but it's writing. It's my first book. And it's just, I think there might be some hurdles being like, okay, who, what, who is this new guy writing a book? Can this be done? So I think it's just, uh, I have a, a lot, a lot to prove, I think still. Uh, but I've been working, it's just been working a lot and it's Doug and I have a joke between us. I call him, uh, either, uh, where in the world is Carmen Goldstein or, you know, (laughs) he likes, he considers himself Waldo because he's always moving around. He's a lot of stuff going on. So I haven't gotten him to sit in a place for a while to talk about more stuff for the book. We have like conversations, Breeze conversations every day through uh, Facebook Messenger. He, he's like the only person who likes to call me through Facebook, by the way. <laughs> uh, him and uh, another Guns N' Roses, uh, Peter Napoliello, who did uh, uh, promotions for the ba- Gavin back in the day. The only people that call me through Facebook. It's an old guy thing, I guess. Yeah, that, that was what I was going to say. But there are things that he told me, that Doug told me recently, that I'm like, you didn't tell me this last year. This completely changes this narrative. So I, there are things I have to go back and fix, but what's really made me feel good about everything, because I, I, I'm sure I've used the elephant analogy that Doug told me, because I'm like, this is a big undertaking. He's like, how would you yeah. eat an elephant? How would you eat an elephant? I don't know. You can yeah. start somewhere. So I'm at a point where I've taken all of our conversations, transcribed them all, cleaned them up. Moved them around to places, edited stuff out because the things can get redundant and, and, and making it more uh, legible and editing and putting in my insight in there and, and just more of his conversation. It was – I'm building it now where it was like almost 200 pages and then I whittled it down to 150 and then now as I'm writing it again throughout, I've added like 10 pages without a problem, like only like a 20 pages in. So I, I want to get to close to 300 pages. I think by the time I'm done editing this phase, I'll probably get close to two. And there are things that we haven't done yet that Doug wants to do where there are people from his past that we can't name that we want to fact check the book. Being like maybe there are things that Doug doesn't remember and being like, oh, yeah, what about this? So there are things that we have still yet to add in there. So I feel good knowing that I can look at Microsoft Word right now. I've divided everything up into like 20 chapters and I can like on the view page, I'm like, whoa, this looks like a book right now. Whoa. But it's not as I long. remember seeing an, an image you posted way back. Uh, I think there was a folder called Real or something like that. Yeah, it's just that we're, I was segmenting off different stories. So he talks about different Rio experiences, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the new band. As well. That's something that I really want to know about because yes, well. so things like that. So it was like it was segmenting things off and figuring out how to put this stuff together. And I think this stuff is interesting, right? It's how what I do with radio and a podcast. I want to, I want to give people the behind the scenes. I don't think this has happened. So like even when I'm watching, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, the new Dahmer series on on on. No, no. So I'm I'm sick. I I, I watch that kind of stuff. So I like how it's not a complete linear story. Did you start mm. somewhere? Did you go back? Then as you're traveling, this certain story may branch off somewhere. But it's always – there is a path that you follow, but it's not going to be completely like, okay, beginning to end. Like you're going to be bouncing around a little bit. So I'm like, okay, what's going to make sense to talk about here? 
and I've been managing to do that. So now that I'm doing that, it's just now we're in a, a really good crunch phase of, of doing it. And I definitely spent this uh, whole month of September working on these, what would potentially be the first two chapters, which uh, I'll just mention, uh, in theory, first chapter will be about a celebrity theater. And the second one is about him uh, growing up and about his fucking martial arts training since he was four years old. Yeah, Doug had his first karate lesson at four. Wow. And has been learning martial arts since he was six. I mean, he isn't currently trained, but I mean, that's how, you know, that's how you get trained to be in Guns N' Roses, right? Of course, uh, yeah. And even a little tease, because he said this in podcasts before, that his older brother was a manic depressive, like Axel. So mm. Living with his older brother growing up prepared him for the road with Axel. And it's just like... I didn't know about that. It's... Uh, Things like that. So I'll just say, maybe if you didn't know, maybe I'll, I'll just leave it there. I'll just, I'll leave it there. So there's a lot of. No spoilers. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I gave too much spoilers as it is. So yeah, it's a work in progress still. I know we keep saying that soon is the operative word, but I see it happening. Uh, I wish I could work. I wish Doug and I could work every single day on it, but we're not. Because uh, Doug, I think he's currently moving back to St. Louis. Uh, mm -hmm. It's certainly uh, an irony that uh, he experienced the St. Louis riot and now currently lives there. He's yeah. moving back and forth. Sometimes he has some. He's he's fine health wise, but sometimes he does have some like health issues. He gets sick. Uh, and then me with my life, getting married and moving and work and yeah. stuff. So, but we've there's a lot done. There's a lot done. I keep saying that stuff. I don't like saying there's a a lot done, but a lot more to go. But I'm seeing progress, and that's all I ever asked for. Really, you, you are like Slash when he said we we work on a ton of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, yeah, it would eventually oh. come out. Yeah, it, it would eventually come out, right? And I, how I, many Tuesdays are there? Watch your around? words. That's so funny. Soon is the word. <laughs> Soon is the word. How I'll, I'll end this podcast in a moment with that famous phrase. But yeah, so Slash again to his credit. He's like, there's going to be a summer release, but on, and on the exact last Eventually. day, the last day of summer. Trust. Yep. We have that, that new live track. The announcement, last hours. Yeah, summer was ending at, at 9 o'clock that night. They put it out at midnight. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to lie. You got me, buddy. You got me, Slash. You win. So, oh, man. Uh, you guys are welcome back anytime. Uh, AG, I'll try. I'll, pr I'll practice your name more off the air for next time. Okay. And, okay. <laughs> and I would practice more my English too. And get your camera working too, buddy. It was really good. Yeah, man. I don't it was know. Really good. Don't worry. All good. You look. I don't like, know what happened with my camera. That's fine. You look like Raphael Nadal from the side. If that 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 side, will you take that? No. Okay. Um, yeah. Raphael, who doesn't look like Raphael Nadal? Uh, yeah, us. You think, <laughs> Raph, thank you, uh, Raph and Rio. Thank you so much for coming on. I know uh, you were going to come on a few weeks ago, but life happened. So I'm glad we, oh, yeah. we made Don't this. Worry. I'm glad we kind of matched it's, today. In our yeah, large. yeah. Uh, so that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. When will you see the next one? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, you'll see it. I don't know if soon is the word. security, I'm going home.